Dylan. <laughs> Dylan, what is up, man? <laughs> Didn't hope you were awake over there. <laughs> yeah, like, man, I was just falling asleep. Shut. I'm wide awake. I'm wide awake, man. Wide awake. Okay. Yeah, yeah, All right. yeah. Well, we thinking about our introductory episode. We kind of missed a few things. Our, yeah. ba- our background, and then basically talking about our collections. Yeah. People might be interested. So. <laughs> the the uh, two most important things, <laughs> the the whiskey part. Of what we have, and the two people that are on this podcast that right. no one knows nothing about. Right. <laughs> what did we talk about, anyways? Uh, point system. Yeah. And buzzing. Oh, well, I said my history of what got me into it, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Kind of like yeah. where, what, where I'm coming from, anyways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in Michigan, in lower Michigan. And moved to Milwaukee about in 2003. And lived here ever since. And for me, I grew up in a small town in Blackstone, Virginia. And met my wife. And she lived in Milwaukee. And was close with the Dylan and his family. So, what do you know? It took us here we are about eight years now to figure out this podcast thing. Now we live in Milwaukee, as they say here, Milwaukee, Milwaukee. Yeah, no mill, right? Milwaukee, 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 Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Not Milwaukee. There's some strange accents around here. That's for sure. Yeah. Not used to it, but say say everything that has a A with a E. Like bag is big. Big. Oh flag. Put it in the bag and let's go. Yeah, put it look at the flag. It's like, huh? Put the toast in the bag and let's go, okay? <laughs> eh? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> the Packers are all neat. <laughs> Let Aaron Rodgers here, the Packers. Oh, yeah. Uh, Good, eh? (laughs) So my collection is, I would say, if I had to count up my bottles, I don't have any bottles that are unopened. I don't really collect. So I I buy and I sample right away. And I probably have, I'm going to say about 30-some bottles, maybe 38 bottles total in the house right now. But I've gone through lots and lots and lots over the years. I, I don't really collect. Yeah. Mostly, of course, scotch and Irish whiskey. And then cocktail, you know, making uh, bourbons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much, well, not the same as scotch or whiskey. I have a small collection of scotch um, that I just purchased this week, but... You know, bourbons, rice, and then American whiskeys for me. Um, now, most of them are open. Not a lot. But I have so much to choose from. Um, they all still look like they're mostly filled, but they're not. Yeah. <laughs> because I have so many options. So I you- just did an inventory this week and counted the stuff that I got 
this week, the last time I talked to Dylan, I have a new number now. So I think I'm at the 180 mark now, as far as bottles. Um, very few duplicates. Usually I have like two of the same bottle, but not much anymore. But yeah, I'm up to 180 on the road to 200, hopefully. And it's like 90% bourbon. Yeah, and right. maybe more, right? Yeah, it's probably maybe 70% bourbon and the rest could be rye. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, his collection is uh, pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah, but that's us. Now you know about us yeah. and our collections and yep. where we're coming from. But I'm open-minded to any kind of whiskey. Yeah. Just like Dylan is. Dylan wants to get more involved in bourbon and rice and all the American stuff. And and uh, continue with my scotch yeah. journey. And I'm getting into scotches now because I'm like, huh, I like it. I mean, I liked it before. I don't know why I left it, but, hmm. but now I have a collection. So the typical episode will be one person brings a high end whiskey, one person brings a low end whiskey, and we right. surprise each other with it. Yeah. And taste it for the first time. Uh, the other person will be tasting it for the first time, or, or you know, mm-hmm. at least that Maybe. day, anyways. Yeah. Most likely. Yeah. And uh, we give our reaction. So you brought the low end, right? Yes. To me, I thought, and yeah, hopefully and the, for the listeners out there, I will consider this a low end, and hopefully you will too. Yeah, there's no price limit that creates a high end versus <clears throat> low end. It's just what we think. Yeah. So uh, what I bought today is Eight and Sand Blended Bourbon Whiskey. Now, this is a product from MGP. If those are not familiar with MGP, they have their hands almost... And anything. So it's Midwest Grain Bourbons. So, uh, production, sorry. So what they do, they, they source for a lot of people. And this is one whiskey that they kind of just did for themselves and then just put that name, Eight and Sand, on there. Um, eight. It's Eight and Sand. And Sand. Yeah. So it's, I guess, what they got this name from. Apparently it's something to do with a locomotive train. I didn't really really read the um, details about it at all. But um, it's 44%, so 88 proof. Um, Like it says in the back, distilled and blended by MGP Distilling in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Uh, I need to look up more information to figure out what the age might be because I could not find that to save my life. But it has to be out there. But yeah, this is gonna be what, what one. What is on the neck there? This little E and uh, S or the eight in the sand. So it's the number eight in sand. Oh, okay. S for sand. So they just shorten it. So yeah, um, had this before. I like it. Um, if we have some listeners out there that are that don't like the high proof stuff and like the lower age or lower proof um, bourbons out there like a standard 
Jim Beam White Label, Evan Williams Black Label, or a Jack Daniels, um, I would say give this a shot. Because this is 88, and I want to say that those are 80 proof. Correct me if I'm wrong, but for 26 bucks, I don't know. I think it's a pretty good low-end buy, especially anything MGP makes is pretty decent, especially their rise. And usually MGP rise are pretty expensive. Blended, too. Yeah, and blended. I wish I had a percentage with me, but I don't have it with me right now. So, 8 and Sand. Blended whiskey, if anyone wants to look up the details on that. And it's not a sour mash, right? No. So, pouring these. Now, MGP, man, they are just a impressive company. It's like, poof. I don't know what percentage that I can say if you walk down a bourbon aisle. I would say that it has to be at least 75%. Seriously. Or a little bit lower than that. It's it's quite a lot. Because you never know what they have their hands in. If you get a bo- bottle of bourbon, which we've done that before when we were doing the pre-recordings. Yeah. You had some. And then when I saw Indiana in the yeah. back, and I'm like, yeah. oh, that's MGP. Yeah. <laughs> That's MGP all day. <clears throat> so a huge factory. So here in Milwaukee, we have that huge Miller um, Brewing um, factory here. Factory, yeah. And I'm assuming that's what Midwest, Midwest Grains Productions is to the bourbon world. They, they're, they're just huge. Uh-huh. And it seems like they do a lot of stuff by computers and stuff like that. I really don't know the details. I would like to go there and see. But I could be all wrong about that. But everyone uh, sources from them pretty much. I mean... It's got a light nose. Yeah. I mean, for a 44% bourbon. One thing, it's just has that distinct smell, that MGP smell. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I guess I can't pick that out. What it what when you say usually they make MGP. a lot of stuff like their that ninety five five um, rise that they do. I kind of can smell that because I think this is blended with the oh, rye. Oh, I know what you mean now. Yeah, you smell it. I smell the same thing that I smelled in that other one that we tried. That, Which that was, was MGP. A, yeah. Yep. That was the light whiskey total wine bottle. Oh yeah. Mm hmm. Yes, I know what you mean now. There is a similarity. Yeah. Super good. And so again, you probably can find this anywhere. I, I don't know what states you all are in that are listening. But um, here in Milwaukee, you can get it for 26 And um, I was going to put it. It's not a bad buy. A couple of drops in. Not a bad buy. There we go. Why not? Mm. It's a softness. It's a light, soft nose for sure. Yeah, it's very light. 
I already went in for my first sip and it just reminds me of like a easy sipping thing. Like if you have a someone's dad that's not in the bourbon and his mainstay is like Jack Daniels Black Label or Jim Beam White, this might could change his tune a bit. Hmm. And then your dad will be buying cases of this. <laughs> and then you could enjoy it with him as well. Not discrediting. Jack Daniel or Jim Bean, because I, I do like that too, but usually those are 80 proof and this is 88. It's just a nice change of pace. There's like a sweetness yeah. on the tongue, for sure. Some yeah. sweetness right away. And the finish is still kind of there. Finish is uh, maybe like 10 seconds. Mm -hmm. Kind of spicy, gets you in the back of the tongue. That rye. What, what percentage rye? Uh, I might have it on there. I'm not sure. <clears throat> well, whew. yeah, I'm gonna have to look that up, people. Sorry about that. See, see how much we know about whiskey? Not much. <laughs> Hey, what kind of rye is it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, why did you ask me that? Just uh, <laughs> threw me under the table. Or, or, or if there was rye in it. Yeah, we just drank this stuff. That's pretty much, man. Who cares about the percentages? Hmm. <laughs> nah, but it's good. It's good. For $26 a bottle. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something else that's $26 a bottle. Elijah Craig. Yeah. Right? That's uh, at Total Wine. That's like twenty six dollars a bottle. Yeah, yeah. that ninety four proof. Yeah, ninety four. I don't think that Elijah Craig would probably be better, but it'd be nice to do some. Uh, maybe when our wives or something in the next couple of weeks, we could do a blind tasting between those two and try to pick out which one can beat out who. So that's one thing that we're thinking about too about this show is doing some blind battles of uh, bourbon tastings because sometimes that looking at that label and looking at the bottle yeah. and just knowing what's what you see in front of you it just messes with your mind and you're right. going to be like oh if I saw Elijah Craig poured in that glass and I saw Aiton Sand poured in the second glass huh I'm pretty sure my mind is going to go for the first because yeah. it's Elijah Craig yeah <laughs> that sounds like a great idea Mm -hmm. Like two bottles, we just A, B. Yeah. We try A, we try B, and then we say what we think. And then we find out what it is. Yeah. The thing that's going to kill me the most is when we start putting our expensive bottles in and with mixed with the lower stuff. I, I hate when Emily does Something that like to this. Me. Yeah. And you think, oh, it's a. Oh, man. Oh, I got this already. <laughs> this oh, yeah. Be... This is a good bottle right here. A, yeah. George T. Stag. <laughs> nope. No. Eight and Sand, which is a strange name. Eight and Sand. And it's got a train. Yeah. Old actually, there's an information Steam on the engine on it. Uh, smooth and satisfying experience in every sip. Yeah. 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 I agree. Super good. Smooth and satisfying. So, this will be... Well, I buy this 
pretty occasionally. So it should be a buy for out there for those listeners that may not have tried this. I wouldn't shy away from it. If you see it on the shelf, get it. 26 yeah. bucks. If it's like that around your yeah. area, it's worth a grab. And great in cocktails because there's nothing oh, yeah. about it that stands out as odd. Yeah. It just... It's just a great overall And I would say that bourbon. these are sometimes the best bottles to have, even though the expensive stuff is great. Um, but if you get a George E. Stag or a Balvenie 21 Portwood or something like that, you can only do one thing with those. Drink it, drink it straight mm-hmm. and enjoy it while, while sipping. Here... Yeah, slowly. Yeah, here you could sip this neat... You can have it with some ice in a rocks glass. And then you can make a cocktail. Easy. And wouldn't have any shame about doing that. No. <laughs> blend it. That's, that's interesting. That's probably why you can't find anything about the mash bill. Cause it's yeah, it was kind of yeah hard to. I can't find anything on the age either. But I think it's blended to be... Overall, right in the middle. Cause yeah, they probably got a percentage right of what the they middle. blended to. It's probably something bourbon and some of his rye. Yeah. Almost, almost got on the nose there. Uh, like a, a pepper of some sort. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, this is a good one. Like I mean, a dried, dried. Would you pepper. would you buy this? Dried pepper, green pepper. I don't know if that's it exactly, but yeah, I use uh, was it uh, the Bluff High West Prairie? Oh, American Prairie, American yeah. Prairie bourbon a lot for cocktails, and this would, and that's like thirty dollars a bottle, twenty nine dollars a bottle. So this is even cheaper, and it it would work just as well. Yeah, for cocktails. Yeah, there's like a. Peppery spice in the nose now. And a little sweetness. Sweet and spicy. Sweet and yeah. Sweet and sour. Mm-hmm. Rating? Okay. I was thinking about this. Since we haven't actually done this yet. The person who brings the bottle has to wait for the other person to rate first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that would be f- fair because then I could be like, "You brought this bottle." I could be like, "Oh, I should, I should not make you feel so bad and rate it a little higher." <laughs> yeah, this sucks, man. <laughs> One thing I, I like—I don't know if you want to do this or not—because I know we mentioned the point system. Uh, one thing that I forgot to mention. With my point system, because I know we talked about the 90s, 80s, or whatever. But sometimes you got to think about availability, uh, the price point. Yes. And what you get at that price point. Right. So that's one thing I didn't forgot to mention or didn't even think about mentioning. Yeah, because if you spend $1,000 on a bottle and it's not great... Yeah. Even after spending, you know, Mm -hmm. multiple months trying to find where it's great, and it's not great, it gets a it gets a lower ranking because that's happened to me a lot. I mean, not a thousand dollar bottles, but 
When you, no. When no. you buy something for 60 bucks, yeah. you think that, I mean, of course you're not going to get blown away, but you're going to be pleased by it. It's like, man, I'm glad I got something this. for 26. It's been some times I'm like, maybe this needs to open. Go back to it a second time. Huh. I think I got scammed. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say this is right around 84. Solid 84 for me. Okay. Okay. You know, perfectly acceptable. Okay. Great in whiskeys. Okay. Dry cocktails. <laughs> okay. And, uh,. You know, like um, other scotches that I've yeah, I would I, rank eighty four would be like. Hey, uh, I am not mad at that score because I, I'm right with you. I'm 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 more like eighty four and a half, eighty five ish, so not too far yeah. off. Because the availability, well, I, I know two stores around here in the Milwaukee area. The price is great. That have it, and the price is like great. a bottle of twenty seven bucks, twenty six bucks, isn't it? What was that? Bottle of Jack Daniels. 26 bucks. <sighs> a seven fifty? Yeah. Uh man, I have no idea. You may be right. Something and I like and that. I wanna say that the black label jack is eighty proof. Yeah. So it's like if you have a dad out to. there that he's a just a pro Jack Daniel guy and they have another dad that's a pro Jim Beam white label guy. My experience with the Jack Daniels fans is you're never gonna change them them at all. They're Jack Daniels. They're through through and through, and always will be. Yeah, because they drink it forever. Because it's just it's got that which flavor. Which we're gonna be reviewing it. some of their stuff because now they're uh, they just recently came out with the ten year, ninety four proof. Yeah. Which is nice. Okay. So, You've had it. Nope. Has, I haven't seen it on the shelf yet, but I hear good reviews from it. Okay. So, plus I got some barrel-proof stuff from them that you need to try. And we're going to be reviewing that soon, sooner than later. But, yeah. yeah I haven't it, had Jack straight in years and years and years. Yeah. I've had Jack and Coke. Jack great. and Coke's all the oh, time. Oh yeah, man. But, and that's great playing cards, drinking Jack and Coke. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect companion. Yep. All right. So there we go. Eight yeah. and sand. Eighty-four. Eighty-four and a half. Eighty-four. Eighty-four and a half. Eighty-five. Great cocktail blender. Yeah, it's definitely a buy. Mm-hmm. Definitely a buy. All right. Like I said, that's the end of this podcast. Or wait. Oh, no. no. I forgot about yours. No. High end. <laughs> Look at me ending the show. <laughs> High end. What do we have? Now, we're going to pour these, take a break, and let them let it breathe them a minute. We have Uh-oh. Spring, Spring Bank 15-year. Man, I was going to get a... Spring Bank. Uh, Campbelltown. In case you're not familiar with Spring Bank, this is a this is a bottle that's getting near the bottom. So Ooh. it's had plenty of time to breathe 
and develop. How long have you had this bottle? Because it seems uh, like this is the couple of years, maybe three years. I think they changed the bottle now. I'm gonna say. Yeah, it's possible. I haven't, uh, I haven't bought in Springbank since. Been on to other things. Well, you know, I have a bottle, so why buy another bottle? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I had the ten, and now I'm on to the fifteen. Now explain this to me, because I I know some scotches, but is that a Isla Speyside Highland? Campbelltown is a area, and I shame on me. Well, I could look it up in this book right here, but I, I'm sure there's a map in this book. It's either it is an island or it's connected to an island with a bridge, but it's uh, it's on the west coast and it's low. Okay. So it's below Isla. Okay, below Isla. Yeah. So it has to be. Let me uh, see if I can find a map real quick here. Speyside. No. No, Speyside is the yeah, opposite. It's, the opposite. It's the north and the, the east. Um, let me see quickly. Here we go. Map. It is. We got Campbelltown in the lowlands here. Okay. And so Campbelltown is like. So what? What did they specialize in? So this is the Isla's here. Jura. And okay. then we have Iran down there. And I think... Checking out the maps. Huh. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Isn't Kentucky on here It's part somewhere? of the lowlands, but it's it's on the coast. No Kentucky? No. What? <laughs> And uh, there in Campbelltown, there's like, um, I don't know, a handful of distilleries right in this one small town. So did they just do a mixture of scotches? Um, Springbank? Yeah, or the just that region right there. Uh, no, it's all pretty much. So they don't it's like four, three or four distilleries. So they they do. Things different from a Speyside or Highland in a Isla? Uh, well, I, I I don't know. I'm no expert on it. Unless I, I taste I know that, that I know that typically a Speyside is unpeated and it has, you know, lots of fruit, fresh fruit type of notes going on. Versus like Isla, mostly all peated. Mm-hmm. Briny. Seems like it's kind of similar to a space site then. And then Campbelltown, this actually Springbank is peated. So this is Oh, this is a peated one? Yeah, this is peated and it's close to it's close to an Isle of Whiskey, but it's different. Okay, gotcha. So let me let me clear my glass out a little bit. Although we're going from sort of a mild bourbon to Yeah. A a monster. Big, yeah. What what's the um, percentage here? ABV. 46%. So what is that? 92 proof? 92 proof. And... Yeah, that's going to taste real nice. Kind of, uh... Actually... A little 
We might want to finish it. Goldish that. golden brown in color. You might want to finish it. Because I said if it gets to that that level, kind of changes it. Right. And so, yeah, this is like an inch left in the bottle. Still got a corner left. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's... <laughs> Man, I'm smelling like dusty. Yeah. Hmm. Dusty attic. <laughs> I smell a butcher shop and they have nice, well, for me being from the south, I'm going to say fat back. But it's some type of <laughs> from a pig. Like if you saw some fresh bacon that they're cutting, like applewood bacon, and you get it in the package before you cook it, you open it up. Oh yeah, that's right there, man. <laughs> fresh. That is a unique bacon. Bacon, 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 bacon. Wow. I'm getting that attic feel though. It's been probably. It just feels like you're nine months since I've had. Walking into a library in this old mansion. Dusty. You know that older people live there, but they passed now, so. Like you smell the wood. You're 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 going to a state cell in this old mansion. You're in the library. You're like, huh? Some old-timey bottles there. And he has an old collection of scotch. And this is what you smell. And this is not a bad thing, either. I'm saying that this is a good thing. It's, it's very, very... It has a vintage smell to vintage. it. It's like... Yeah. Even though I don't know about scotch, if I was blindfolded, or if I didn't see the bottle at all, and you were like, hey, guess what for the podcast? <laughs> I stumbled on a 1955 yes. Springbank. Or just some odd <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, some odd name or whatever. Yeah, just something. Yeah, Johnny Walker or something. has been sitting in the bottle for yeah, 50 yeah, years. Yeah, Got out of the state cell. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, it smells old. Oh my goodness. Oh, this is good, man. <laughs> oh. That is super good. That first taste. That is fantastic. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, air did good to that bottle. Holy cow. That is good. I, I'm getting the smoke, obviously. First sip, butterscotch, right on the palate from the front, man. And that finish. You know how Pete's finish. They never go away. I didn't taste it. I had it in my mouth for three or four seconds. I didn't. And then all of a sudden it, it exploded. It coats. The mouthfeel is crazy. Oh, oh man. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's a reason I bought this. This is good. Hey, you guys remember what I said about that bourbon that I had? What, 180 or whatever? Maybe I should just set fire to that stuff and just have Spring Bank now in my collection. This is really good. Yeah, it is. I haven't even put water in it yet. <sighs> I wouldn't do it now. It's like just right. That air has done some goodness to it. Oh, yeah. I'll be picking up another bottle. Gotta have some of this. This is a good... You? I will be picking up a bottle, too. <laughs> this... Like Lagavulin in 16. You know, where it's hey. rich and complex. I want to know about that, but I just, I just bought my first bottle this week. Oh, really? Yeah, I've yeah. it. Okay. Well... It's rich and complex, and it's a sipper. That's for sure. Yeah. Fireplace. I went. I book. went. I went crazy. Dill. I show you a picture oh. later of what I bought. I Recently. Went crazy. Uh. The other day. Thursday. Uh, yeah, I'm all lined up for this podcast. Yeah. I got. I got. Yeah, I'm, we're lined up for you, people. So I'm good subscribe. for twenty episodes straight. I'm ready. I'm good for 100 episodes straight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you I'm are. ready, man. Ah. Uh, okay. That is so tasty. I'm glad you brought this out. First time having Spring Bank. Wow. And the, the, the right amount for a person. Mm. Okay, this is what I'm going to say to the audience, if we have one. <laughs> I'm going to say... I put it in about. I, I don't know if the air did this or not, but if you have someone like Mike, thinking about Mike Swadik, not father trying to my father-in-law, not trying to name drop, but um, yeah, you know, we know Mike Swadik. <laughs> yeah, we know him. He's a cool guy. He's my father-in-law. You know, cool people. <laughs> but they don't like the peat stuff. Right. And for a while, when I was cutting my teeth on bourbon, I didn't either. I did like Johnny Walker Black, the the twelve year, and then my friend introduced me into the double black one, and it was just like <sighs> too much smoke. <laughs> yeah. But once I got to know Dylan, I had some smoke stuff. It was a while when I first moved up here. Me and him used to have a Scotch war. Used to try to buy a bottle every Friday and send pictures and stuff, and then, you know. People have lives, children, stuff like that, <laughs> marriage, and then we fell out, and then I got into the bourbon game, and just never stopped running, and then that's why we decided to do this podcast, because we were like, oh, we both could do something here. Yeah. But long story short, after all saying that, but someone like my father-in-law, who doesn't like the peat stuff, I don't know if Air did something to this bottle or not. But I think that they could get down with this for an entry um, Peter Scotch. But Right, because the I, smoke... I, I, can the you remember how the first sip was when you first had this? Because I know it's been a while. Uh, yeah, this improved so much okay. since the first pour. Uh, that dustiness and the complexity and the... Uh, you know, like you said, the age. Like, it's it's... 
it's reminiscent. It makes you think of something that is fifty years old. Yeah, this is crazy, man. That didn't develop right away. It was more about the fire. It was like the fire. You could smell and taste the fire that they used to make the the peat smoke. And that's one thing that if you're you listeners haven't done this already, but if there's a bottle that you first get that neck pour out of or first quart pop. Um, and you don't like the taste. Oh yeah. Give it, give it a while. Be patient with it because it 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 could change. It could can change. Oh yeah. Now, it can go both ways. I thought I had a twenty year old Scotch. That, I, it's going to be on this episode. Not at this episode. It's going to be on this podcast. That, I was disappointed in. And I mm-hmm. thought, okay, it just needs time. And you say it was 20 years? 20 years. And I drank it and drank it. I probably have four inches out of the bottle. And it's probably going on a year and a half old. And I tasted it the other day. Still the same. Nothing special. Nothing special. So, it doesn't always apply. But, if usually, if you're talking about a good whiskey... It usually applies where time, little air, uh, get that bottle about three inches down, maybe three or four months goes by, and it complete, can completely change. Well, I mean, how long was it at this level for? Um, I'm going to say a year. Man, because people say they don't like it to be down that far, but... <laughs> yeah. From what so, I taste, you know what they say about peated whiskeys down low like that is that it loses its smoke intensity and peat peatiness over the time, and I think that may be true. That, that might be true, and like that's why said. we're tasting more of the other things going Caramel, on. Caramel, butterscotch, the vanilla, dusty library, or you know, attic, that or is uh, phenomenal, man. <laughs> I'm ready to unwrapped get my, bacon. Um, I'm ready to give my uh, points go already. Really? Yeah, the unwrapped bacon, man. I'm about to unwrap it right now. Uh, as For far as the peat, though, sp- before you get bacon. down to the rating, it the peat is pretty. As it's far just as peat right. goes, yes, it's, it's a like, great balance. It's like Goldie's Locks porridge, yes. whatever you want to call it. It is a great. She balance went through all those seats. It doesn't. To find the right the, chair or the whole bed. Thing. How does that story go? She went through all that to find the right bed, right? Just right? Uh, yeah. I went bed. through a lot of peated scotches, which I do like some of them, but this right here, this is like the perfect amount. It It is crazy. It's just yes. right. It's there, but it's not taking over the show. Yeah. Mm. Hey. Mm-hmm. 88 to 90 for me. 88 to 90. For what it is right now. Yeah. I'm going to say that's a 91. I love it. That is good. Uh, get yourself a bottle of Springbank if you've never had it. Yeah, 15 year? Might as well splurge a little and go for the 15 year. The 10 and the 12 are good. But if you're going to get this kind of uh, stuff we're talking about, I think you need the 15. 
Yeah. I've yeah. had the 10 and the 12 and the... Mm-hmm. Not quite like this. One thing that I like to do, too, is when I do get new bottles and buy them, I open them, even if I'm not going to take a pour out of it, yeah. and just pop the cork so it could get some... Yeah. Get aerated or whatever. Yep. That's what I did with all the stuff I bought recently. Yeah, that's what I did, too. <laughs> I taste it all, you know, yeah. like two or three times. I didn't taste any, but... I tasted I, I them all, them. and I'm like... Especially scotch... When you pop the cork on a just an average unpeated scotch, it'll be real similar to a lot of other stuff. It's like almost like this uh, um, ubiquitous scotch taste, you know, just this what everybody thinks of scotch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just kind of not real character going on. Just okay, yeah, it's a good scotch. And then once you get a, you know like a month into it then the character starts to come out and you really get a sense of the scotch so we're going to try to present things that are not at least for the the high-end stuff i guess we're i'm throwing this out there now do you agree yes for the high-end stuff let's not present it as a cork pop and neck pour but we're going to present it try to present it at its peak where, where it's had some yeah. time to open up and develop and become become what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's why I picked good. this one for the first one because this bottle had to go. Because it was bottle you know, kill. It was down there. Gonna save this and it is definitely at its peak. I would not now definitely pitcher worthy. Sure. <clears throat> yeah. So what? Eighty eight to ninety? 91 yeah, for I, me. Yeah. I, 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 I might agree with you on this one. 91. 91. 91. Yeah. Really? Okay. When I had that first sip, <laughs> it was like my whole body shut down because the smell was just enticing. And I'm like, I felt like I was in the Chronicles of Narnia or something. Like going into a yeah. fantasy mansion <laughs> with a bunch of books and stuff like that. <laughs> I got a cardigan on. <laughs> yeah. Fireplaces knit. Yeah. <laughs> You're in an old building. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Snow snowing like a blizzard is going on outside. And I'm like, I stumble <laughs> I stumble across this scotch. <laughs> it's like you get the, the bottle after you saw all the books and you got a blow on the bottle because all the dust is on it. It's like <sighs> You're like, hmm. Spring bank fifteen year. And then you see, like, it's a corner of it left. And you're like, well, I'm the only one in here. This is going to be different. Don't have any food. Let me just pour this. And then you see a Glen Karen that's dusty. And you <laughs> wipe that out with your shirt and stuff. And you pour that in there. Yeah. In and then Narnia. you're in the library. In Narnia. In Narnia. That's pretty Snowstorm much. Snowstorm going it's like. on. And yeah. Okay. Somehow. A fireplace is lit in an empty mansion. I don't know what's going on there. I can tell you what you're not. You're not in Milwaukee. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not not Milwaukee, man. You are not in Milwaukee. Not Milwaukee, man. But having that first sip, man, just took me back. It took me back to my childhood, which is weird. (laughs) Maybe that's why I thought about that Chronicles of Narnia reference. It was like just that old-timey Wizard of Oz... (laughs) Yeah, fantasy world. Yeah, 
Yeah, Willy Wonka. It was like, geez, this is good. Yeah. I, I, I know that part didn't make any sense to any of you, but it made sense to me and Dylan. That's why we started this whole thing. Oh my gosh. We're gonna, I'm gonna smell the bottle. I am Different smell from the glass. Oh. Brown sugar. Yeah. It's like a ham. Like a brown sugar ham. And I almost want to say if cork had a sap, it'd be like a sap of a cork. Yeah. Oh like my sap, goodness. Like sappy. And kind wow, of kind that... of dusty, corky. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. <sighs> I do want to try Springbank. I don't know what's up above that. 18? 20? Yeah, we gotta look it up. 21? I'm pretty sure that, I'm pretty sure they got a 21 or a 25. I think that's that's gonna be one on my list, uh, like bucket list of scotches to get. That was good to the last drop. Yeah, no that doubt. Was good. No doubt. Nothing against you, Aiden Sand. You are what you are. <laughs> yeah. Eighty four. Yeah. You're no you're no eighty seven. Whew. Yeah. Can you remember the retail price for this? Uh, bought it at Ray's, which is oh, so uh, five hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they mark everything up. Like All the Ray's listeners, twenty percent. Would you say yeah. all their stuff is like twenty percent higher than anywhere else? But they do carry. Uh, yeah, a I lot love of, that store. We love yeah. you, Ray's. You know We're what, Ray's? Saying. Since, uh, whenever you want to sponsor us, let's I would know. say seven years now. The day before Thanksgiving, you know that it's a Wednesday year. That You're Wednesday, working. That it's Wednesday Eve. Mm-hmm. That Wednesday Eve, I go to Ray's every year for the last seven years. Buy a special bottle. I don't care if it's a little marked up, uh, and uh, and it's a great. It's just like my, one of my favorite nights yeah, of the your, year. Your your tradition. Yeah, it's just it's a great. You sit by the fire, watch some retro TV, watch uh, mm-hmm. uh, the Newhart show. You know. Yeah, Bob Newhart. Newhart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Green that's Acres. That's well, uh, Green. Never got into Green Acres. I never got into it. Hey, we gotta do that together, man. I, I mean, with this whole yeah COVID situation, I mean, are you? Uh, we're both fascinated people. Just are you working you know. that night? No, I'm always off on that Wednesday. Uh, not that Wednesday, but I'm always off the Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. So that that night of Wednesday, I'm always off. Oh yeah, nice. So I get home. Wednesday morning and then that's it for me but anyway I bought it at Ray's and I have no idea it's been probably three years since I bought I don't it know if they have Spring Bank anymore I'm guessing it was like 120 but I, I need it no, I don't remember once this pod is over I'm gonna show you a post that Amon made shout out to Amon's in Wind Lake love that place he might have some Never scotches met. that you haven't heard of yet. Yeah. 
and I wanted to get your thoughts on it. But that's sure. a question for another day. But sure. we, we show you after when we have dinner or whatever. Yeah. Well, it's been fun. This yeah. is our first official real whiskey review. Whiskey to whiskey, Dylan Joel. Started off with a bang. Two guys that love whiskey. Yeah. We're trying to cover it all. Yeah, trying to cover it all, man. Whiskey to whiskey. There's our slogan. All right, folks. See you next week.